What's up, everybody? This is Nick. Um, I'm back with another episode of the Blitz Sports Podcast, and this episode is going to be on the number one sport in America, which is American football. I will specifically be talking about the NFL, the National Football League. Uh, I'll be talking a little bit about the history of the game, the rules and concepts, the teams, player news and transactions, just some stuff like that. Now that I've uh, talked about what I'm going to be exploring in this podcast, I'm going to move on to my first topic, which is going to be the history of the NFL. As I said before, my first topic is going to be the history of the NFL. Uh, We're going to start it off right where it all began on June 24th, 1922. The NFL was founded. And it wasn't until 1923 that all franchises within the league were considered NFL-fielded teams. Um, on 1920, or in 1926, excuse me, Harold Red Grange created the American Football League after he was denied a part of what the team now is called the Chicago Bears. So he basically got pretty frustrated with the fact that he was the best player on the team and they wouldn't give him part of the team so he just broke off and created his own his own league basically so in 1961 that's how far it was before the first AFL championship game was played and it wasn't until 1967 that the Packers won the first Super Bowl so that was a big big concept cuz now you still hear about the Super Bowl today and how Everyone's always talking about the commercials and more than even the game or the halftime reporters, whether Lady Gaga's jumping off the stage or, you know, Katy Perry and her left and right shark are doing the wrong dance, you know. But, yeah, that was a significant part of the history of the NFL, the first Super Bowl. And so in 2000, there was the Pro Football Hall of Fame reunion where 100 of the game's best players of all time gathered in Canton, Ohio to celebrate the history of the game together. Um, And then there was individual records, such as in 2004, Peyton Manning, quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, set the passing touchdown record. And in 2006, Sean Alexander, the halfback for the Seattle Seahawks, set the all-purpose touchdown record. That about wraps it up for me here in the history section of my podcast. And up next, we're going to be moving over to the rules and basic concepts that are involved in the National Football League. So I'm back again, and I'm going to jump right into the most recent and important updates to the rules of the, uh, the National Football League. So first off, one of the new, the 2018 rule changes, here's a nice little list here that I found on NFL.com. It's under the tab called 2018 NFL Rulebook. That's where I'm getting all my information from here. So just keep with me. Um, just know that all the information that I am presenting to you right now came from this website. So the f- first off is... They eliminated the requirement that a team who scores a touchdown at the end of regula- regulation of a game 
has to kick the extra point or go for a two-point conversion if it would not affect the outcome of the game. So say a team scores a touchdown as regulation expires, which puts them up by three points. They wouldn't have to try for an extra point or a two-point conversion because no matter what the point result was, if the team were to... If the uh, defending team were to intercept the ball on a two-point conversion or block the kick and somehow return it, it would count as two points, but that would still put them down as one, uh, down one point. So it wouldn't matter. So therefore, they changed it so that this doesn't have to exist. It's just wasting time, and players would have the opportunity to be injured. Next up, they modified the rules for a free kick formation and for blocking on a free kick. So basically, they made changes to how you have to line up when you're kicking the ball off after scoring a field goal or a touchdown. And blocking on a free kick, such as like maybe a punt formation or something like that, where you're, they changed it so that there's not as much stacking on certain sides to get back to the ball as fast. Um... A real simple one is they changed the standard for a catch. There was a lot of controversy last year involving um, a touchdown by the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jesse Jesse James. I'm a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so this rule change really changed the, the way that I view the league now because, of course, it happened after my, my favorite team got kind of looked over and... I mean, obviously, I wasn't too happy about it, but that's beside the point. So they changed the standard for a catch, such as if a player goes to the ground with a ball after they've already regained possession, and say they cross the plane of the goal line while they're falling, and if they already hit the ground and the ball gets jarred loose a little bit, it still counts as a completion because they already crossed the plane. So the next rule that I'm going to talk about is so they permanently made the playing rule that changes the spot of the snap after a touchback resulting from a free kick to the 25-yard line, which means basically that once a team scores a a touchdown or a three-point field goal, they kick off the ball, and if it goes through the back of the end zone or the kick returner catches it and kneels in the end zone, um, the ball spot is moved, well, it has been moved in the past from the 20 to the 25-yard line, but now it's permanently at the 25-yard line. The last rule that I'm going to talk about, because this is getting a little lengthy, is um, the lowering of the head to initiate contact with a helmet. So this is one of the most controversial plays that happens in the NFL. You see hits by people like James Harrison and Vontez Burfecht, uh, Ryan Clark, Cam Chancellor, some of the bigger name defensive players that are famous for hitting like hard, hitting the players, like the offensive players after they made a catch or a run or something like that, just hitting them really hard, trying to cause a fumble or something. But it really sparks controversy and problematic uh, scenarios when you lower your head to initiate contact with the helmet of another player, especially when they're defenseless. So this means that when uh, a defensive player is going to make a tackle on 
like another opposing team player. They can't lower their head to try and hit the other player in the head, whether they're defenseless or not, because that can cause serious uh, brain injuries and stuff that players are quite, that's quite possible that they wouldn't be able to come back from. So now that I've talked about kind of the rules and regulations of the game, I'm going to hop right over into like the current status of the NFL, what's going on, current events, player transactions, stuff like that. Uh, I'll see you over there. So as I said before, last but not least, I'm going to be moving into the current status of the NFL. So as of right now, anybody who follows the NFL knows about the issue with Kareem Hunt currently. So Kareem Hunt is or was a halfback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, He was in the running for Rookie of the Year last year. He was putting up big numbers as both uh, a running back and catching passes out of the backfield. So basically what happened was a video surfaced of him shoving and kicking a woman during an altercation in February. And when this video surfaced, uh, he was pulled into multiple meetings with high-up uh, high officials for the Kansas City Chiefs in which he was interviewed to try and figure out like what was going on in this video. So how, how this all went down was... He supposedly lied to the officials about the incident. Um, he came up with different stories when, when they were compared together, they didn't match up, so they caught him, caught him red-handed lying. So what happened was the Kansas City Chiefs released Kareem Hunt um, to the waiver wires after he was placed on the reserve commissioner's exempt list which means that you're not allowed to attend games or practices, which also means you're not allowed to play in games or practices. Um, and he's basically just barred until further notice because of this video that surfaced as well as him lying to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and their officials. So then what happened was the Washington Redskins contacted Kareem Hunt and expressed their interest in picking him up from free agency because, as I said before, he's a great player, and but this whole video, it's not, it's not okay for someone to do something that he did. But the Washington Redskins were under a lot of fire. When I say a lot of fire, I mean there were the fans, the officials, the higher-ups to the league were all just raining hell on the Washington Redskins for trying to pick up and have, like, waiver wire conversations with Kareem Hunt. So after this happened, they just, it was not good. The Redskins were not faced with pleasant talk. Um, But that's about all that the Kareem Hunt situation has for me to talk about right now. So next I'm going to move over into things like free agency pickups and us. players placed on IR as well as like coach changing positions so as far as coach changing positions go um, many of you may know the Packers have recently parted ways with head coach Mike McCarthy uh, after a 4-7-1 season so far this came as a bit of a shock to me myself 
I mean, yeah, they weren't having a great season and whatnot, but he's a Super Bowl winning head coach. He's been very successful in the past, and I don't, I don't really see myself how you could part ways with someone who has done that for your organization. Um, he does become just the second head coach in the Super Bowl era to get fired. Um, halfway through, or not maybe not halfway, but midway through a season with if they had already won a Super Bowl in the past. So that's basically what happened there with Mike McCarthy. Um, the next thing I'm going to talk about is Bengals wide receiver A.J. Green has been moved on to season-ending injured reserve, or IR, with a toe injury. Now, A.J. Green is arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league. He's very tall, he's athletic, he can jump, he can run. Um, And this really hurts the Cincinnati Bengals because he's one of their key players on their team. They don't have that kind of offensive firepower without him, so that's going to be a big deficit to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Next is... Uh, Cardinals upcoming wide receiver Christian Kirk has been placed on injured reserve as well with a foot injury. Now, he is not as big name as A.J. Green is. However, he's, I think he had six touchdowns this year so far, maybe a little lower than that. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really checked, so that's my fault. But he's just been a, an offensive firepower for the Arizona Cardinals, as I said. Because they have veteran Larry Fitzgerald, who he's been learning from, and he's got to kind of pick up the slack because Larry Fitzgerald is getting old and he's not going to be able to keep up the same kind of performance that he has put up in recent years. So that's going to be a big deficit, like I said before, to the Arizona Cardinals as they lose one of their young superstars from that offense. The last thing I'm going to talk about is the current... Uh, rivalry matchup that is going on at Lincoln Financial Feed in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, as I'm delivering this podcast to you right now. It is the 5-6 and six Philadelphia Eagles against the 6-5 and five Washington Redskins. Now, this game has a lot of heightened importance on it as the Dallas Cowboys are currently sitting at the top of the division, and whoever wins this game basically gets the jump on who's second, second overall in the division and who has the best chance to dethrone the Dallas Cowboys. Now, if the Redskins win this game, I believe they will be tied with the Dallas Cowboys at 7-5. and five. Don't quote me on that. And the Philadelphia Eagles, if they are to lose this game, they will drop to 5-7, and seven, which really doesn't look too good for their playoff hopes. But... Besides that point, I'm going to kind of jump into the game a little bit. Um, Right now, the most previous play to happen was a third and 17 in which Carson Wentz had an incomplete pass to Nelson Aguilar, which was followed by a 43-yard punt to the Washington 10-yard line. Now, this game is currently sitting at a 7-3 score with 9 minutes and 36 seconds left in the second quarter with the Eagles at 7, as I said, and the Redskins at 3. Now, the Redskins currently have possession of the ball, which makes it so that it's, it's going to be interesting coming down here halfway or so through the second quarter. Redskins down by 4, but a touchdown here would give them the lead. So it's going to be interesting to see what they kind of try to dive into like what their play style is going to be like as uh, it looks as though the Philadelphia Eagles have been able to successfully stop the run game of the um, Washington Redskins so 
that's about all I'm going to talk about here within the player news and the current standings of the National Football League. But with that being said, I'm going to end this little little uh, division of my podcast right here. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be right back. You already know, it's Nick. And I just wanted to thank you all for listening to my podcast episode under the Blitz Sports podcast title and uh like i said thank you for listening by the way if you noticed there's some christmas trap in the background and if any of you who know me thought i wasn't gonna put in christmas trap know that i've been listening to it since november 1st so for the third time thank you very much for listening to my podcast and yeah that's about it peace